again everybody this is shw this is our wrestling the official podcast of southern honor wrestling we are your commentary team it's me b double brandon benefield alongside my brother gb gerard bonner my man how is it going man i'm great i'm great how are you doing i'm doing fantastic just another week just uh well i you know i didn't want to really bring it up but i'll just real quick i've been a little bummed all week with the atlanta braves i was excited that uh uh, I really thought this might be the year because of yeah. as crazy as 2020 is. I'm like, hey, maybe, maybe we're going to get something good after all. And then and they went like undefeated oh. until they got to like game four or something. Oh, it was, oh, yeah, unreal. it was. Okay. I tell you what, though, you know what? They went farther than a lot of people thought they would. Yes. It's, a, it's a young team. So yes. I feel like, you know, this is just the beginning stages of, of a good run moving forward yeah. for the next few years, Absolutely. hopefully. But Absolutely. Uh, anyways, I mean, you know what? Other than that, I, I've been bummed about that, but I've been excited yeah. about our upcoming show. And the crazy thing is we're not the first Friday this month of November. So right. it's, it's a, the next Friday. It's the 13th. Yeah. So we're, they're making us wait even longer, but I'm still excited. <laughs> For well, it's not six months. It's not six months. So I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Exactly. But yeah, SHW 21 is is coming. I'm excited. Of course, uh, you know, still here too. We're still kind of beaming off of that, and that's now on IWTV for the world to see. And uh, yeah, pretty wild and crazy. Wild and crazy. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, but <laughs> definitely some good stuff coming. And we've got some some more matches that have been announced. Of course, last week. We uh, found out right here on the podcast that uh, Ben Buchanan will be taking on Huck. Ooh. <laughs> exactly. Good Lord. So, yeah. So if you missed that, of course, check that out uh, wherever it is that you check out our podcast. But we've got some more matches announced for this week. What do we have? We got, uh, of course, so everybody remembers that last month's show, the anniversary still here to Ashton Starr was taking on Brian Pillman Jr. Mm-hmm. Ashton got the win. Mm-hmm. in controversial fashion mm-hmm. and of course after he uh, got the win he once again decided to go after our very own backstage correspondent Susie Quinn who was at ringside and uh, luckily we had a guest sitting front row just watching the show and uh, I'm talking about Very Morales who a lot of folks might know from Mucha Lucha Atlanta he's been all over the place mm-hmm. but uh, he happened yeah. to be there decided he had seen enough Mm-hmm. jumped the rail and uh, made the save for old Susie Q there. But uh, yeah. so we found out those two men are going to go one-on-one on the 13th at should, SHW 21. Yeah, that, that, that should be interesting. And I, I wasn't going to say anything about this, but uh, apparently Ashton Starr is not a fan of my commentary from his last match. I saw uh, that. I saw that. And after what happened with <laughs> you and David Ali last month, um, I just don't yeah. want, I don't want you in the same vicinity of Ashton Starr anytime soon. He has told me uh, from what I can quote, uh, keep that same energy. So uh, I, I don't know what it is. I just call it like I see it. And, you know, I just say this, uh, he wasn't mad. When, you know, I I called him uh, the next SHW champion. He wasn't mad when we almost lost our voices when he won the title. He wasn't mad when we were highly deflated when he lost the title. He gets mad when he puts his hands on women. And that's when I get mad. So, yeah, agreed. You know, 
I just, I mean, stop putting your hands on women. Maybe you'll like my commentary more. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah. I agree. And the thing is, like, uh, it, it, I know that's a serious note there, but every time I think about us calling him winning the match, winning the belt, oh. it cracks me up because when I hear that audio and it's been played on some highlights, yes. you and I are both like, it was it, it it was really one of the most incredible moments and i it think it just speaks be, because you know even when we did the uh the look at our top 10 moments uh of the two-year existence you know there were so many moments attached to ashton star that so many of us were attached to and yeah. so uh it's not a surprise that there's great emotion connected to him and uh, I just, you know, hey, look, there's a new SHW champion. Maybe you try your hand at getting a shot at Joe Black. Uh, but it doesn't involve you hitting women or hitting commentators. So let's, uh, let's hope you can keep that same energy uh, in the ring toward Very Morales. You might need it. Oh, yeah. yeah he's definitely going to need it. And uh, I know the fans are going to be excited to see Very back in an SHW yeah. ring. Uh, I, I think last week or the week before, I mentioned that it seemed like forever ago that he had been at SHW, but I think yes. looking back, what did we say? It was like last December uh, right. when he, when he that's faced right. Owen Knight. So yeah, that's right. Uh, he will be back. Fans are excited to see him once again. Very and uh, it was just what crazy circumstances. He was just oh. there chilling in the front row, enjoying the show. And little did we know he'd be uh, entering the ring there right. to uh, make the save for Susie. But um, uh, another match that we found out about, and we're not quite sure the details just yet, other than we know that, lethal poison will be in action i don't know who they'll be facing but uh you got to imagine that uh old uh, Corey hollis there is going to be pretty fired up after losing the shw title he was the longest reigning champ mm -hmm. uh in shw's short history yeah and uh you know he's not going to be in a good mood no he won't be in a good mood at all and if you remember uh still here too was a mixed bag for uh lethal poison michael judas got a big win over Ben Buchanan, and of course, we saw Corey Hollis tap out to Joe Black uh, and uh, allowing Joe Black to become the new SHW champion. So Corey can't be in a good mood. Uh, Corey's not accustomed to tag team wrestling. If you remember, the last tag team match Lethal Poison had was for the SHW tag titles, and, well, Corey tapped out again. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, you know who they're going to be facing this time around, but I'm sure Corey uh, will have a lot to prove as it is his first match back since losing the championship. Does it mean that they'll focus their energy to go after the SHW tag titles or what they'll do? Who knows? But uh, we'll see them in action uh, on Friday the 13th. Hmm. SHW 21. That just, I don't know. The concept of SHW 21 being on Friday the 13th, just, I don't know. Something's, something scary is going to happen, maybe. Something I don't know. brewing, yeah. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. you know, earlier uh, you mentioned our top 10 countdown. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody, I want to say, was it our number eight moment? I think. I have to go back and double check. But it was I think the number you're eight right. That it was Danny Jordan and Lindsey Snow uh, got, right. ex got a little extreme, uh, if you'll recall, from last summer. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, one half of that uh, pairing right there is going to be our guest tonight. I'm talking about the American Kaiju herself. Lindsay Snow, of course, the last time we saw her here at SHW was actually earlier this year, yeah. uh, actually right before the entire world shut down mm -hmm. when we had our uh, show, I guess that was SHW 18 yes, uh, that's in right. March, in March of 2020. So uh, we saw her in action at SHW. Actually, if you'll recall, I'll probably bring this up with her, but uh, she almost took us out at the commentary booth at one point that night. Oh, yes. <laughs> all, all thanks to Danny sitting next to us. I blame Danny for that, by the way. Yes. A memorable moment that didn't make the countdown, but is uh, emboldened in our minds for sure. Right. We'll never Absolutely. forget it. But We'll uh, never forget it. That's right. So she is our guest tonight. We're very excited to talk to her. So let's check it out. Our conversation with Lindsay Snow. All right, everybody, we are back with another great interview today. Uh, we are talking to a very special guest. Some of you might know her as the American Kaiju. Others might call her the pint-sized powerhouse. SHW fans, you might remember her from her ongoing feud with the Short Fuse and the real mean girl, Danny Jordan. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only Lindsay Snow. Lindsay, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Great. Fantastic. Nice. So, so glad to have you. You look like you're, uh, where, are you in the middle of work right now? What's going on? Where are you at? Oh, well, uh, yeah, I'm, 
technically I'm working, but um, everybody's gone out of the shop today. I'm just like, I'm here painting like on the, on the like windows for the oh, tattoo shop. Uh -huh. So like, that's what I'm about to paint. I just drew that. Nice. So I'm about to paint that on the, uh, on the windows and like gild it. And uh, like, I, I got into gilding lately and that's um, like the process of painting gold on like and stuff like that so nice. oh that's awesome so a lot of fans might not realize this because they're they're used to seeing you as a wrestler but uh, you've been a tattoo artist for what like 16 years or something like that yeah actually yeah it is 16 now dang i feel old <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like used to saying like oh it's like i have been tattooing for like 15 years you know but like, I, I, I didn't mean to call you out there sorry about that <laughs> Yeah, it sucks being the same age as old people, right? I know. <laughs> hey, hey, telling us, man. You're telling us. So, uh, man, we are so excited to talk to you because we haven't seen you since I want to say March, right before the pandemic hit and everything got yeah. shut down. And we saw you. I think it was SHW 18. Yeah. And uh, I think the last time we saw you was literally up close and personal when you got thrown into our commentary booth and. <laughs> And you, you, our life flashed before our eyes, I think. <laughs> Dude, y'all's life flashed before your eyes. What about mine? I'm the one going through the table, dang. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> good point, good point, good point. Oh, but, uh, yeah, it, it has been, it's been a hot minute. Um, it's sad. Like, I, I miss coming up to Georgia. I miss coming to see, like, all the, all the people at SHW, you know, like, uh, even like some of the ones backstage, I guess, are okay. <laughs> but um, no, like I, I, I miss everybody. I miss like the atmosphere. Like it's like it's such a great place to wrestle, and I feel like um, I feel like I, I grew a lot there last year. Yeah, it's in it's interesting. The, the pandemic impacted a lot of people in wrestling in a lot of different ways. Uh, for you, what was the impact of the pandemic? Oh, dude, I got so sad, like, uh, I couldn't train, and, like, okay, like, it sucks, I can't train, oh, man, I can't tattoo, too, and then, like, on top of that, like, I can't see my friends, like, holy crap, just take everything away from me, coronavirus, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, I, I was able to, like, start learning how to gild things, like, turn them yeah. into gold, yeah. so, like, Man, uh, I, I did, like, spend some of my time wisely during the, like, quarantine, basically. Like, I um, I just kind of, like, went down rabbit holes every night on YouTube and tried to learn some cool stuff so that uh, I wouldn't be terribly bored with all this extra time that I'm not used to having on my hands, you know? Sure. Like, oh, it was wild. And, like, obviously, like, I'm a person that needs something to do constantly or else, you know, crazy. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that. So tell me, because, you know, for those who don't know, you you have an extensive history in combat sports uh, for you. How did how did your love for combat sports begin? Where did that start for you? Um, well, so like my first introduction was pro wrestling. That was like my uh, my dad um, showing me like, you know, the rock and like Stone Cold and stuff. And then like um, as I like grew older, um, you know, like middle school i started watching pride and um you know then like i just pride is what really got me like that was what sold me like 110 percent like i was just like oh crap like there's like these monsters like fedor and then you've got like little dudes like like kazushi sakuraba and like he's like just moving like so effortlessly and then like dismantling gracies and stuff and um like as much as like uh sakuraba like destroyed the gracies like i still wanted to learn jujitsu and then um i also wanted to learn catch wrestling though because of sakuraba wow so yeah those um those guys like they were definitely like my idols like uh growing up like going through like uh middle and, and high school and stuff and then um after you know after i graduated high school i took like my first jujitsu class and then like uh i'm ended up starting like tattooing and I had to like devote all of my extra time to tattooing. And then, uh, you know, like when, 
when you start tattooing, you don't realize like, oh, I'm going to be on this piece for like, you know, the next five hours. Oh man, I missed <laughs> class again today. Like, right. so it's just like, I just like, I didn't have the time to train and like, I really needed to focus on my career in tattooing at that point. So I had to sadly put it on hold for like a few years, but, uh, you know, um, the last five years I've just been like training, 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 and, um, you know, I've been going to tournaments, smashing, um, you know, I got a, a, a Naga championship. I've gotten like bunches of like random medals from random tournaments for first place and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's just been, it's been like a really, really crazy, crazy ride in, uh, in martial arts that I, I wasn't expecting to go on, but I like had kind of hoped like in the back of my head, like when I first started tattooing that I would be able to come back to it. Wow. Wow. So as, as far as pro wrestling goes, like it was a 2016 when you, when you first started training for pro wrestling, uh, it was like 20, uh, the end of 2015 when I first started training and I didn't have my first match until 2016. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, for the fans, cause we know a lot of this stuff because we're commentators and we do our research and we know all this stuff, mm -hmm. but for the fans listening uh, was, it was Jay lethal, right? Was uh, one of the guys that trained you? Yeah. Jay lethal. Um, he actually, I was training. Okay. So funny story, right? Uh, how tattooing kind of like goes hand in hand with me. Uh, with pro wrestling um i was actually <laughs> so i'm like uh, one of those people like while i'm tattooing like i'll have like you know my ipad will be going and i'll have like some kind of movie or like you know normal people put movies on and i put on pro wrestling or <laughs> yeah, like of course. i put on like uh, you know old pride matches and stuff like that but this <laughs> right. particular day i had on pro wrestling and the guy that i was tattooing was like, oh, do you, you like pro wrestling? You know, like, oh, that's rare. Like, I uh, see a girl like watching pro wrestling, like choosing to watch pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, I love this. Shit. I want to be a pro wrestler. Like, yes, like, I love this. And uh, he was like, oh, that's funny because I'm a pro wrestler. And um, if you want to come train, like, if you think you actually want to do this, here, come to this place. And so, like, I went to, uh, I went to that dojo and I trained there for like a couple of weeks and. Um, I randomly, uh, I met these guys called the Dirty Blondes, um, Mike uh -huh. Patrick and uh, they, they've been at, They've been at SHW uh, a couple times, yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, Mike Patrick actually looked out for me super hard. He was like, hey, um, you should probably not train in this dude's backyard. You should come train <laughs> at Jay's and learn like the right way so that you don't hurt yourself. Yeah. And so, Smart. Um, <laughs> so, uh, good looking out mp and uh thanks for introducing me to jay because like as soon as uh i met jay like we hit it off and he was like oh you're a shooter you know and i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um so that that was pretty cool um super super awesome of mp to like bring me over there and like make the introduction you know because it's all about like getting that good introduction you know, and then like uh, building on, like from there, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, mm -hmm. making a good first impression and then building on from there. Um, it's it's crazy that uh, that Jay like had faith in me, like from not knowing me that much, you know, but I guess he like saw potential in me. Yeah. And um, like, it was funny, like it was, it was difficult for me to, um, to like not, put people in shoot stuff at first <laughs> yeah. Jay thought that was like the funniest thing ever he'd be like or like uh it, it took me a while to learn like how to like give clotheslines to people you know and he was just like he would just like put me up in the in the like in the beginning of class and stuff he'd like give them clotheslines and they just like laugh at like the people's faces <laughs> Using using you as the entertainment aspect of the oh, to get the to get the class loose. <laughs> Listening to his laugh because it's such a funny laugh, <laughs> and like I didn't realize what he was laughing at for like the longest time. Wow. And then and then I was like, oh okay, I get it now. Like I got smartened up, you know. And then <laughs> and then I started uh, enjoying it too. It was pretty funny. <laughs> That is awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, and was this, I guess Jay was with ROH. Have you ever done anything uh, with ROH through Jay Lethal or? 
So before um, coronavirus hit, like I was announced for their women's tournament. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh. yeah, I was about to have my ROH debut, and then. Wow. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. Well, I mean, we've seen you, and and you know, like you said, I am sure you had to take a good bit of time off, just like everybody else. But over the last couple months, uh, last several weeks, especially, uh, you talked about. Uh, being a shooter <laughs> like you did this uh was it uh josh burnett's blood sport that you just did a week or two ago yeah and, that was last that Sunday. yeah was yeah. it allison k you tapped her out right yeah i, I uh, tapped out uh layla hirsch in my first match and then i tapped out uh allison k in my second match gotcha so, that was awesome so now that was one of those where the way you win it was by submission right it's either submission or knockout or knockout okay gotcha Man, yeah no pinfalls yeah. Yeah. That blood sport concept is so cool to me because, you know, in of course a weekend with the collective at GCW, you've got your normal wrestling matches and then you've got this event with no ring ropes, Yeah, <laughs> which is incredible. Talk about how the fans responded to that because, you know, that was a big weekend for wrestling and that was yeah. perhaps the most unique event of the entire weekend. I feel like we got a huge pop. Like, wow. I feel like, um, like after okay like after seeing like an entire weekend of pro wrestling mm -hmm. then you get like okay you've seen like death matches you've seen mm -hmm. hardcore matches you've seen crazy like flipping matches you've seen like lucha stuff like all this crazy different styles of wrestling and then like you get all these like heavy hitters like come in like that are just freaking like warriors yeah <laughs> like I just felt like I, I like I don't know man I just felt like it was like a battle and I don't think that like any of the people that were like there like the whole weekend that got to watch like the other wrestling shows yeah. like I don't think they were prepared for what we brought you know right. and I think that they loved it you know yeah. it was just like it was unreal I feel like I that was like some of the loudest reactions and there was like half you know like a quarter of the people were allowed to be there you know right, right so yeah. they were loud man they wow. were really loud and it was just such a great feeling to wrestle in front of people again yes. like I mean I, I wrestled at Mission Pro mm -hmm. and um, they had people there but it wasn't like um, it wasn't like as like it was loud but like man like this the way that the uh fairgrounds were set up it was like an amphitheater man it wow. was it felt like it, i don't know just it was it was great like I, I was so happy to be there and then just to be able to like be there with all of those like superior athletes you know like all of these people are like very dangerous people you know mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. to be among them and like have their respect was like is is the best you know and then yeah. like to to come out on top and and win that that's like the highest accolade of, that's like the biggest accomplishment of my life you know yeah. so wow <laughs> that's awesome well congratulations by the way that thank was awesome you. absolutely thank you thank you congratulations I'm, I'm still like on cloud nine <laughs> as you should be you know it's funny coming out of that social media was ablaze and everybody's like aew nxt sign her now yeah. you yeah. know which which makes all the sense in the world and you have interesting ties to all of those you just mentioned mission pro where of course you battled the uh, nwa women's champion <laughs> thunder rosa oh. uh, can, can i just say can i just say real quick gb and i were talking about this before the before we got on with you and i watched that live and actually y'all's match was the main reason i paid to watch it on i believe it was title match oh. network and um just because you know you're our pal from SHW and yeah. Thunder Rose has been one of my favorites for a while, so like I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know who to root for here, but uh, <laughs> but I know it's going to be a crazy match and it's going to be awesome. And of course, you guys stole the show. And what was so cool about it was that both of you kind of have that MMA background mixed with pro wrestling, and so you guys were brawling, but you were all, it was also technical and there were a lot of submissions going on. Like it was just such a great match. And I told GB, and I'm not blowing smoke here, like this. That match could have main evented national a national television show. Like it, yeah. I could see uh -huh. that main eventing dynamite. Like for crying out loud! Like why is this? Why is that not on national television? It was great. I'm telling Absolutely. you. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm trying, man. I'm doing everything I can. I'm just trying to go out there and kill it, like as much as possible, just to try to grab some attention. You know. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, you know, I'm just like, I just try to keep doing like the, the next like right, right thing, you know, and, and trying to make like the best decisions like for my career and 
um yeah man hopefully hopefully i'll wind up somewhere <laughs> yeah it, it's interesting because you know we were watching monday night raw a couple of weeks ago and yeah. uh all of a sudden i'm looking and i'm like wait i love you bianca belair however I see someone I know. It's Lindsay Snow. And I'm just like, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. So how did that happen? Um, well, I had been doing uh, a little bit of extra work for WWE, um, like the previous weeks. Uh, like I was doing like the Raw Underground stuff. Right. And like, I was like super, super bummed because like, uh, I didn't get, I, I wasn't able to get to show out uh, in like the Raw Underground ring. Which is yeah. like, oh, like that was that was like made for me. So I was right. like, man. And then like, uh, you know, so I was doing the extra work there, and then like all of a sudden, this opportunity for Bloodsport disappeared. You know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, man, all these opportunities are knocking. Like, you gotta let them all in. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, uh, I I started doing extra work for WWE, and then um, the one of the talent liaisons reached out to me, and he was like, "Hey, uh, would you would you want to do um, some other work? Uh, you know, such and such date. Uh, this is like the minor details." And then I was like, "Heck yeah! Like I would love to. Like any any opportunity to get to show off like more than just like my." actual wrestling like my acting skills or whatever my crazy sure. faces that i make you know like <laughs> right. any of that stuff like i'm i'm down so um i got to that was a a really cool opportunity that i i got to um take uh, advantage of yeah. recently so yeah. And you, you, you definitely have a unique look. So I'm sure that when the, mm -hmm. you were down there, they were like, okay, we got to put her on camera doing something, mm -hmm. you know, in this backstage vignette or whatever it might be, because you just have such a great unique look that you don't see every day, uh, you know, in the women's division at WWE or AEW or anywhere else. Right, so yeah. uh, it, it's, it's just a great look. So that's why I'm like, oh, of course she's on here. This is great. I'm glad you're, uh, they're finally using you for something. But uh, I, I, speaking of WWE, um, that reminds me, you actually uh, went through the Performance Center, was it last year or a couple years ago? It was uh, 2017. I had a tryout for okay. um, WWE, but I hadn't really had any matches yet. So, um, like, I maybe had, like, 10 matches, and then, um, you know. Well, well, so how did that opportunity come about, though? Was... Oh, dude, I aced it. But <laughs> wow. they wanted me to – they just wanted me to get more seasoned, you know? Yeah. Because, like, uh, uh, if you – I feel like if you've already started wrestling, um, then like they can't teach you like how to unlearn bad habits. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm -hmm. um, so say like if you like if you're really young in the business but you've already started wrestling, then like they don't they can't make you like um, one of their babies per se. You right. know? So they want you to like go out and get seasoned and then like maybe come back in a few years. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You, you yeah. were also mentioning, too, about the uh, Raw Underground. And as you were talking about the Bloodsport event that you just had, it made me think that I feel like that's what Raw Underground should have been. Was, was I feel what like the, that's maybe uh, what they were reaching for. Right, you know? right. And um, I just feel like what you did at Bloodsport was like everybody's super into that, but like WWE Raw Underground couldn't quite get that or, or make it that realistic it, or something. I don't know. Well, I just feel like the girls that they have there, uh, the ones that are capable of that, um, weren't given other girls that are capable of that. And um, when I showed up, it was real cool because they're like, oh, yeah, we trained with her before, you know, because like I've trained with Marina and Shanna and Jessamine before with yeah. Josh Barnett, actually, mm -hmm. and um, funny enough. So, right. um, like you know i'm i'm tied to all of them like we've all trained together and stuff and so when i showed up they were like yo shane like <laughs> but uh, but you know sadly like uh the the ladies uh, matches were getting scrapped at that point so it was just like um it was unfortunate timing on my part but now looking back i'm kind of glad because yeah. then I was able to go to blood sport and um really just like uh be like be who I am yeah and like show everyone like what I did during this pandemic and how much of a different person I am now and how much of a different fighter I am now yeah yeah, yeah. 
you know, one, one of the intriguing things I think about women's wrestling right now is it's different in the sense of, you know, on the men's side of things, you have to have all of this experience before you can be considered by any of the big companies. And in the women's movement, it's kind of different. <laughs> you know, you just need to be able to do your thing, which I think is really cool. And so uh, what you are doing and what you have done, I mean, from the, the first day I saw you, I'm like, oh, she's a star. Like, we have oh, to have her. Like, absolutely. And so I, I have to ask this, do you have a preference in terms of where you want to end up? Um, I know some people have certain places as targets that they want to end up. For you, what does that look like? As long as I get to go to Japan, like that's mm -hmm. all I've that's all I've ever like really had my sights set on is wrestling in Japan and um, being able to uh, just like go there and experience the um, the culture like the wrestling culture over there because it's like so much like crazier and I feel like uh, I feel like my style would be appreciated yes. kind of over there mm -hmm. and um, I think that like um, well I'm hoping that. Once the once the gates open up, you know, once mm -hmm. the world starts turning again, yeah. hopefully, uh, right. hopefully, I'll be able to um, to to get over there. Like that's uh, a right. that's you know definitely high up there on my list. Um, obviously, like any everybody wants to get signed, man. Like right. I can't make me choose which one. I mean, whichever <laughs> one offers me more money. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Makes um, sense. No, I um. I mean, I, I definitely, I, I, I want to be somewhere where I feel like uh, I'll be um, used and like my talent will be appreciated and like maybe I can, you know, try to get jujitsu out there on like another level, like another platform, um, like a more, because like usually people that watch jujitsu, like people know about jujitsu and stuff, but like usually people that like watch jujitsu and stuff, like they're practitioners, you know? like they yeah. aren't like mainstream fans you know yeah. so like i i hope to like that's like that's my mission <laughs> like, no. yeah yeah uh, but like no I, I i definitely want like i want more people to be into like training and like more into like martial arts yeah. um because i feel like um i feel like the world would be a lot less of an angry place if you just like sat around and practiced murder like a couple hours a week so <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, this is kind of a change of the subject a little bit, but you made me think about this when you were talking about Jay Lethal laughing at you when, uh, like, you would do shoot holds in the ring and, like, you had trouble kind of, you know, changing your style. Like, I'm curious, like, if you are in a professional wrestling match, have you ever accidentally, you know, like, just kind of forgotten and, and, and done something like Not a shoot hold? Not, no, not on accident. So well, then, then, then there's, there's, there's the other part of my question. I feel like mm -hmm. if there's somebody that is dangerous in the ring or somebody that maybe uh, have bad intentions in the ring, you would definitely be a, the wrong person to do that to because you do know all these shoot moves and shoot holds. Ha has that ever happened? Funny story. If you go check out my Twitter, there's a pin tweet. Uh -huh. And yeah, this, uh, this chick tried to break my neck. And so I ripped her knee off. I saw that. Wow. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wow. So I, I like that, you, that pinned it, you, you pinned it at the top, too, to, like, let everybody know, hey, yeah. <laughs> this, this is what's going to happen. Well, okay. So, like, I wouldn't have pinned it if it didn't go viral. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's crazy. Was this chick literally, like, uh, like intentionally just trying to hurt people or in you specifically? Wow. Yeah, like, uh, she um, – has a history of trying to hurt um, Americans. Ah, okay. Until yeah. until she American, faced American kaiju, yeah. <laughs> right. Until she faced the pint-sized powerhouse. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, that's that's crazy. So uh, I'm curious. You know, strictly from a professional wrestling match standpoint, do you have a favorite opponent or favorite match that you've had in your uh, few? What are we? Four-year career at this point. Dude, yes. Um, I have so many favorite opponents. Oh, man. Of course, Danny. She's up there. I love throwing her through walls and getting thrown through walls by her. Um, well, but by the way, to, to cut you, sorry to cut you off, but I, I meant to tell you at the beginning, I don't know if you saw our countdown show, which was a few weeks ago, leading into our two-year anniversary. We did a top 10 moments in SHW history. Uh -huh. and, and you and Danny getting extreme in the action building 
made it on our top 10 list, just FYI. Oh, dang. What number were we? Uh, I want to say eight. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you, you, but hey, top 10. Come on, top 10. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you ain't first or last. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, well, maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. But anyways, you oh. mentioned throwing her through the wall, and it made me think of, yeah, that was. Uh, no, I, I, I love wrestling Danny. Um, man, uh, Thunder Rosa was sick. Trish Adora, dude. Trish is, she's in, I don't know why she's not signed, honestly. Right. Like, right. She's sick. She's so sick. Um, dude, who else? Man, there's a bunch of people that I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle AK again, Allison K. I want to wrestle oh, her. Yeah. She's so dope. Um, she's so like talented and um, and she's very uh, very like well trained in jujitsu too. So like I really liked. Uh, I really really loved our matchup with Sport. Um, that's probably my like top top match um uh let's see who else who else oh i got to wrestle this chick in puerto rico a couple of times her name's roxy she okay. was super good it was crazy though because she doesn't speak english and i don't speak spanish so wow. like that was fun well, well, so, <laughs> kind, of, kind of talk us through that a little bit how does something like that work uh when you're trying to do your match when you're trying to talk in the ring like how does it how do you communicate well i mean that's the cool thing about wrestling is that like you don't have to speak the same language to understand wrestling mm. so like uh you know like everybody always talks with their hands anyways so it's yeah. like you can kind of get the feeling for what's about to happen and yeah. um you know um you learn you pick up words here and there like i'll point to something and i'll say it and then she's points to it and then she say it you know mm -hmm. so yeah that was cool um yeah pretty much uh just like she taught me little words here and there and then i taught her little words here and there and i was like i had a really good feeling you know i was like yeah i was feeling all great you know and then like the next day i'm like going to go like order my breakfast <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> i'm gonna go order my breakfast at the little like uh bakery like down the street from my hotel and i like order in spanish right and um and then like the guy goes okay your total is <laughs> and like talked back to me in english and i was like <laughs> dang it <laughs> oh that's, that's hilarious <laughs> i'm like i tried and he's like yeah but your accent's funny <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that's incredible so obviously pandemic has been crazy getting back to wrestling is nuts um for you what would you like to see happen uh in women's wrestling in the next year i know we've gone through kind of globally what they've called the women's revolution and evolution et cetera, et cetera, where women really are more in the forefront in pro wrestling for you in the next year what would you like to see happen for me um well personally i would just i, I just want to see it just to con continue to uh, to keep going on like this up streak, you know, like this uh, upward momentum that we've been having, you know, that we started having, um, you know, with with Bull and and um, Medusa, you know, back mm -hmm. in the day. Yeah. So like, I want to see it like go back. Or, I mean, not necessarily go back, but like go get that momentum building again, you know, yeah. and then like continue um, continue to rise, you know, because there's like there's there's no reason why it, it won't and there's no reason why there isn't an opportunity for it to happen because there's so many talented ladies out there right now and like even like the ones that are training right now like mm -hmm. um so i think about like ronda rousey a lot you know yeah. um like how when she was first uh coming to like the forefront of the us of the ufc um she uh she inspired so many young girls to go out there and start training to be the next Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So she was inspiring her competition, her future competition, you know? Wow. And uh, like, I think about that a lot for pro wrestling. Cause like, I see all these little girls coming up to me. Like there's this one little girl in particular, her name's Emily. And I swear this little girl is like my number one fan. Her mom asked her the other day what she wanted to be for Halloween. And she was like, I want to be a little American kaiju, you know? So wow. it's like, so funny, right? 
but like I think about her with doing the same thing you know like I I'm out there doing my thing you know I've taken her to the ring with me before and stuff uh -huh. it was pretty fun but um you know like I feel like uh, I, I hope that I'm inspiring like my competition you yeah. know like I I want girls to like because like that's what Rhonda did you know like she inspired w women and like young girls to like start training and and going like getting after it you know like um i just feel like that's like uh i feel like that's what wrestling that that's the era that wrestling is gonna follow too like just like how ufc has followed like now like now you've got like thug rose and stuff like that you know yeah. out there like just absolute killers yeah and like that she wouldn't have gotten like not to say that she wouldn't have gotten to be that because of or not because of but Rhonda didn't do it first you know but mm -hmm. like because Rhonda did do all that and because she did lay that groundwork um that set the road that paved the road for for Rose to follow you know yeah so um yeah I I just want to see I just want to see women's wrestling continue to grow and continue to be this amazing community that um it's become yeah. and um i feel like it's just gonna get cooler and like we're gonna do crazier stuff and i feel like uh there's a lot of lunatics out here right now so <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be one of them awesome i gotta tell you it's been so good to talk to you again because like i said the last time we saw you was in march which by the way 2020 has felt like a 10-year span am it's i am i wrong am i wrong like it's but just, the day the earth stood still. Right, yeah. right. And so uh, we were talking to, well, we have a different guest on every week. And I feel like most of the time we talk to people, they're always saying the same thing. Like 2020 has been the longest year ever. And yeah. it's crazy to think last time we saw you was in March because it feels like so much longer ago. And uh, it's just good to finally see you again. And uh, I'll, I'll be, you know, over the internet, but it's still cool to be able to talk to you and, and kind of catch up a little bit. So uh, real quick, before we let you go, though, I do want to... Uh, I want to let you let the people know where they can find you across the internet. And of course, I know you have a pro wrestling teeth store. Oh, yeah. boom. There boom. There nice. it is. So yeah, yeah uh, tell everybody where they can I, find I, you. I was, I was just thinking about, man, like in March, like I was so tanned. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm not tan at all. And like, that's probably like the thing that I lost the most during the, the quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, but goodness. yeah, uh, so anyways, you can find me um, on Instagram and on Twitter at the American, or my bad, Kaiju Power, K-A-I-J-U-P-O-W-E-R. And then you can find me on Facebook at the American Kaiju Lindsay Snow. There you go. And do you have any uh, other matches or anything uh, down the pipeline coming up in the next couple months that you could talk um, about? Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, well, I can only say one because the other one hasn't been announced yet. But um, Fair enough. I have a <laughs> SWE Fury on uh, November 7th in Texas. So um, I'll be coming back to Texas and going to go raid some Bucky's because those are like the best gas stations ever. Um, I don't <laughs> know if you guys have ever gotten lost in one of those things before, but... Mm -hmm. Dude, the last time I went to Texas, uh, a fan brought me a pound and a half of beef jerky. So that was pretty <laughs> wow. tight. Wow. A pound and a half um, of beef jerky? Wow. Yeah, dude. I was scared to, like, fly home with it, but they were like, oh, no, you're not going to have any problems. But, like, okay, so, like, my coffee, my coffee, though, right? Because, uh, you know, I have my own coffee and my own tea now. That's right. Tell everybody about that real quick. Oh, yeah. I got kaiju coffee and kaiju tea. Um, you're, you're, you can purchase them or uh, message me for more details about them. Your pal David um, Ali is always uh, plugging it, by the way. Yeah, he <laughs> loves that stuff. I think he might, like... Man, I, I got to be careful around him because, like, I don't know, oh. he might like, try to push me down and, and then try to take my coffee. <laughs> well, I, I'll, let, I'll let you finish the story, and then I'll tell you about David Ali here in just a second, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what I was talking about now. Go ahead. Your, your, your coffee, and uh, you were talking about your coffee. and your. Oh, yeah, yeah, my coffee. Uh, my bad. Uh, yeah, so my coffee, um, like, the first time that I flew with it, right, uh, this is also another tanning story. Um, so the first time I flew with my coffee... I didn't realize that I needed to take it out of my bag, you know? Um, 
because like if you don't take it out of your bag then like they end up having to search you and stuff like that because like when they x-ray it it's like the same it looks the same as explosives so oh. um anyways <laughs> yes. yeah look at look look like me and then carry coffee through <laughs> tsa and then they were like oh like uh what's on here like what is this you know and i'm like oh it's just coffee you know and right. i'm just like sure sure it is. On, you know mm-hmm. and then they're like um, excuse me ma'am we're gonna need to swipe uh, or we're gonna need to swab the um wow. the outside of every package that you have oh my and then your hands on top of it so it just spray hand. so i had fake tanner on my hands right and then i guess uh that also Pulls up his explosives. It's like a residue. Yeah. Oh, geez. And so right. then they're like, um, ma'am, you're going to have to wait for a female officer to come up and assist oh, wow. you for additional screening. And I'm like, oh, this for coffee? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good that is grief. awesome. So so you, we were talking about David Ali. And, and the reason I knew about your coffee was because he's always plugging it on like Instagram or whatever. But uh, so... David Ali, you and him have kind of had like a, a back and forth, like kind of, I don't know if you call it a little feud or whatever you want to call it. He talks trash. You kind of give it back to him, whatever. So a couple of weeks ago, our very own Gerard here sat down for an interview with David Ali and uh, got caught in the crossfire between Ali and Owen Knight and actually took a, uh, a kick to the... Uh, uh, how do coffee I say beans. The coffee beans. How do I say it politely oh. in front of a lady? Yes, uh, the coffee oh, no. beans. And so, yeah, we're, we were not a little, beans. yeah, that's what I said, not the beans, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so we're, uh, we're a little bitter at, uh, David Ali, uh, the last couple of weeks, but, uh, I don't blame you. There's yeah, I know. Yeah. Can, can, can you believe that guy? Let, now, let, now, right? let's, now let's spend the rest of the show burying David Ali. Oh, no, I'm, right? I'm kidding. He's the worst. He's such a jerk. <laughs> right? Anyways. Awesome. Well, uh, that's all I got. That's the worst. I can say. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. You're going places, lady. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? That's why I get paid the big bucks. I'm yeah. telling you. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. This has been an absolute blast. And like that's I said, we, we have missed you. It's been over, you know, six, seven months, however long it's been. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been good to finally talk to you and catch up a little bit. So thank you for joining us. And uh, good luck with everything coming up down the road. Thank you. Uh, well, you know, you guys just got to yell at Gary some more. Yell at Gary yes. and Dylan. Be like, Because we want to hey, see you back. What's up? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we can't wait to have you back for sure. I can't wait to be back. Thank you guys so much. Awesome. Take care. <laughs> you too. Bye. All right, guys. What a fantastic interview that was. Boy, Lindsay Snow is like doggone cool. I like her. She is the best. And like I, I, I said to her, like, it's just been so good to catch up with her because yeah. I mean, we really haven't seen her or, or had a chance to talk to her since the last SHW show that she was at, which was uh, right. SHW 18. So That's right. Which feels her. like 100 years ago. <laughs> it does feel like a long time, and it's hard to believe that, my Lord, it's almost November, um, which means we're almost out of 2020. Thank the Lord. Finally. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's the longest year ever. Um, oh. But it's interesting because, you know, we did the, you know, the best uh, – the top 10 moments of the last two years. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to get around to doing like a best of 2020 or if, you know, all of these other folks doing awards and whatnot or what they're going to do, but it's all going to be very interesting to kind of watch how all of this stuff unfolds as we get closer and closer to the end of the year. It, it would be hard for SHW to do a best of 2020 because I feel like everything that happened for SHW in 2020 is a best of like it's yeah it's the best like everything we do cream of the crop so right the cream of the crop yeah yeah. I mean it's like how do you pick what's the best it's all the best and and of course I'm a little biased and and we're well but but it's been fantastic it's very hard to look at a low in uh 2020 for SHW so exactly uh one thing I wanted to uh, bring up before we sign off here and this Mm -hmm. is totally unrelated to the rest of the show but uh, our pal Ray Lloyd, who a lot of you guys may know as uh, Glacier from yeah. back in the WCW days, uh, he's got a podcast that comes on Facebook every Monday and every Friday at noon. And he actually just announced earlier this week that he is officially moving back to Atlanta. He's been down in Florida. Oh. And, uh, of course, uh, you may know this, GB. I think I've told you before, talked about it. Uh, he's fil- been filming a movie. And uh, I got to, as well as our buddy Alex Autry, got to be extras as the commentary team yes. in, this, in this wrestling movie. Yeah. Um, 
anyways, so he's been down there doing that for the last couple of years. He's moving back and is officially joining the uh, Nightmare Factory and oh. will be running it because he had already been running One Fall Power Factory with QT okay. Marshall. And now mm -hmm. Cody has come in and they've, they've transformed it into the Nightmare Factory. Okay. And now uh, Ray will be actually moving back here in the next week or two to officially take up residence and be working at the uh, Nightmare Factory full time. So nice. he made that announcement earlier this week and uh, he was very excited about it. And uh, he's a buddy of ours. So I'm very excited for him. And, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. So if anybody's out there and you're, uh, uh, wanted, you're wanting to be a wrestler or get into the business, uh, everybody always says you got to find you a great wrestling school to get started. And let me just tell you that outside of uh, the WWE Performance Center, I would say that the Nightmare Factory in Norcross, Georgia, uh, would, it would probably be the next best thing. Um, yeah. Or at least even on par with uh, the, the Performance Center probably. So sure. uh, definitely sure. look into that. It's uh, Nightmare Factory, Norcross, Georgia. And uh, I was just really happy for our buddy Ray because uh, he was super psyched about it earlier this week when I talked yeah. to him. So that's, uh, that's great. That's fantastic. So, yeah, good for him. And, uh, hey, we got a big show coming up November 13th. You heard us talking about a couple of new match announcements uh, earlier this week yes. with uh, Very Morales, Ash and Star. Lethal Poison will be in action. And uh, we cannot wait for the 13th to get here. It's gonna. Yeah. It feels like it's taking a while, but like you said before, at it's least it's not, not six, long. At least it's yeah. not six months, like it That's was right. during the, during the lockdown. So. That's right. And remember, of course, tickets will be on sale at the door at the Action Building. So uh, make plans to be there. As we have seen for the last two shows, you know, I know that the powers that be were nervous because we usually do a lot of pre-sales and things like that. But you, the SHW faithful, have been amazing. And so I see from time to time people saying, man, I wish I had been at that show. Man, I wish I would come. Well, I'll tell you, now is a great time to start planning to be with us on November the 13th. You've got about three weeks. So uh, make your plans. Get there early so you can get your ticket. And you can experience live and in living color SHW 21, which will be amazing. The first title defense for Joe Black, and what a first title defense. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Like, Gunner, yeah. <laughs> gosh, I, I don't know who else I would have picked, but I certainly wouldn't have picked Gunnar Miller as my first opponent. So, yeah. good Lord. Yeah, and I feel like we say it every month. I don't know how they're going to top it next month. And somehow, some way, yeah, it always tops itself. And, and yeah. we've never uh, not been amazed after an SHW show. So That's right. we, we are super excited about it. And again, like we said, it's November 13th. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it's a week removed from the first Friday. So don't let yeah. that confuse you. Normally we're right. the first Friday this time. It's the second Friday. Right. And, uh, like GB mentioned earlier, it's Friday the 13th. Ooh. So who I knows, just, who knows yeah. what might happen? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But make but, sure you're there. It's going to be amazing. Exactly. But between now and then, of course, we have more episodes of this show coming to you. And uh, yeah, so next week, we will see you again for another edition of SHW. This is our wrestling. <laughs>